Welcome to Focus on Impact, the Impact Europe podcast where the most renowned experts share their views on the main topics and trends that define the impact sector. I am Arnaud Picon and today I will be co-hosting this podcast with my colleague Gianluca Gaggiotti and together we will put the focus on intentionality with Aglaé to Charles Dion. Every time we explain what impact investing means and how it differs from ESG, we start with the intentionality element. Impact investments must have a clear example intention to contribute or solve social and uh, environmental problems. So intentionality is a conscious and deliberate search for a social or environmental impact with the aim of pursuing a positive result for a defined community and the intention or intentions must be explicitly declared and elaborated before the deployment of capital. In practice, uh, declared intentions take the form of impact objectives and investment selection criteria. And when we talk about the type of intended impact, then the ABC framework developed by the Impact Management Project and brought forward by Impact Frontiers is a quite useful guidance that is becoming a common language in the impact sector. But even if intentionality is arguably the most, the most obvious element of impact investment, how, how much are we really putting it into practice? And what are the concrete actions that prove the intentionality of a capital provider and therefore validates it as an impact investor? Is it enough by stating a series of impact objectives, a theory of change, or should investors prove that uh, they are really embedding such objectives in their investment process? And what are the implications for governance? These are all very interesting questions are now, and uh, I'm uh, well today. I'm, I'm very happy to to have the opportunity to speak with an expert on this topic, such as uh, Aglaé, about this element and uh, what it entails for uh, an experienced practitioners like Raise Impact. Aglaé is a managing partner and co-head of Raise Impact, an impact fund dedicated to investing in growth companies that are profitable and are committed to building a more sustainable future. Aglae, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Danuka. Thank you, Anna. Uh, I'll start with the, with the first question. So could you briefly uh, introduce Raise Impact, uh, sharing when you started uh, your impact-related activities and how has been your journey so far? With pleasure. Um, Raise Impact is a European impact fund uh, targeting businesses that are promoting the uh, environmental and social transition. So the strategy uh, was pioneering when it was launched in 2019, because in the sense that it was one of the first funds targeting gross SMEs, uh, aiming to solve urgent and important issues through systemic solutions. And Raise Impact is embedded into the Raise management company, uh, that was founded 10 years ago with this idea to show that we can reconcile finance, entrepreneurship, as well as philanthropy. Uh, so completely all the investment teams are giving back half of their kind interest to the Ray Sherpa Foundation, which is one of the first philanthropic uh, um, accelerators in, in France. And so before uh, joining Raise Impact, I started my impact journey uh, 20 years ago when I joined the French Development Agency and ProParco uh, and then the European uh, Investment Bank. Uh, and there I discovered how private equi equity could be 
a very useful tool to leverage a real impact as a shareholder in businesses promoting uh, common goods, be such as access to finance or access to energy. Thank you so much for sharing a bit of, uh, of background and contextual information about uh, Raising Impact and, and yourself. So uh, diving into the topic of, of today's podcast, uh, and uh, which, which has been introduced by Arnaud, how have your intentions uh, as, as Raising Impact translated into an impact statement, a theory of change, and an investment policy? And how often do you, do you update them? Do you revise them? Yeah, thank you, Gianluca, for this question. Uh, indeed, our aim is really to try um, to make our intentions uh, becoming as tangible as possible through uh, proper incentives, through proper alignment or proper measurement. So our impact statement is really to, to maximize the impact of our in investment through the support of SMEs um, that are solving those uh, urgent and important issues through systemic solutions. And uh, our theory of change is to catalyze investment uh, at scale and to channel it towards innovative impact SMEs and to maximize uh, their imports, their impact, sorry, through our support. So we are managing, Raise Impact is a 260 uh, million fund um, managed by a team of 10 um, dedicated uh, uh, investment um, people. And uh, that has resulted into uh, uh, 17 investments made with uh, already a few exits, uh, but with also a, a strong impact um, and, and a strong contribution to, uh, to SDGs that we are tracking on a daily basis. Our aim is really to, to track this impact um, trajectory um, uh, to, to ensure that we will maximize the, 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 the contribution to SDGs. And in terms of investment policy more specifically uh, our criteria is to you know invest in businesses that are contributing directly to SDGs so we have developed um, an impact uh, methodology me measurement um, and management methodology to ensure that we ca can compare companies whatever the sector or, or other size and um, we are more specifically active in the uh, field of agri-transition, energy transition, circular economy, as well as social inclusion, which is key for us. Um, and, and then we're investing tickets, you know, ranging from 10 to 25 million into mainly profitable companies with turnover ranging from 10 million up to 200 uh, in Europe. So we, we've globally stick to those broad and initial intentions, but we have also updated them based on, on, on the evolution of our own expertise as well as on the evolution of the market. Uh, for instance, the uh, agri-transition is becoming more and more mature. Uh, so we will look for, you know, more natural-based solutions, for instance, with our next fund. I have to say, I really like um, your your statement of making our intentions as tangible as possible. I think that we could we could grab that as a as a motto, and also like the context, the the, the constant understanding of of a changing context and, and market. So I think that's that's great. Thank you so much. Maybe if we go a little bit to the to the governance of of raise impact. So what are the implications of of uh, your impact statements uh, or, in, or your impact intentions in your governance and also if you can tell us a bit more on the implications of having a carried interest based on impact performance. Yeah, so 
impact is really embedded throughout uh, our investment process. We are starting um, by an impact committee where we are challenging, you know, the theory of change of the companies that we are looking at. We are, we are challenging the additionality of the company, our own additionality, the impact KPIs that we, we can monitor, the, the, the drivers of value, value creation that we can identify. And then we're providing continuous support, uh, through, you know, environmental and social action plan that we are embedding into the legal documentation of the investees that we are backing. Then we are setting up in addition, you know, to, to being a board member, we're setting up ESG committees to ensure, you know, a proper monitoring and value added throughout our holding period and up to the exits where we're trying to ensure uh, as much as we can a sustainable exit so that the, the work that has been done in terms of sustainable development is taken over by the uh, uh, next uh, shareholders. And um, so that is very key, and it means that all the teams is made of a mix of investment profiles, but we also have uh, the people dedicated with a more, you know, measurement manager background, and we are all working uh, all together um, uh, during um, our, our investment process. And so in addition to that, um, our, we have our current interest linked to impact KPIs. Uh, and that's also key because it provides, I think, a bit of transparency as well as discipline throughout the investment process because we, we are starting really um, by building this impact business plan and setting up targets um, that we will, um, so, so it helps, you know, to, to, to make us aware about, um, the impact, uh, of the company, the trajectory that we want to achieve. And we're sticking to that, uh, and, 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 and it's a great alignment, um, between the portfolio companies and between the team managing, uh, the fund and, and being an investor. Yeah, that's that's great. And actually, since you started saying that that uh, when you you enter an investment, you challenge the the theory of change, additionality, the drivers of value creation of of the investees, and you couple this, of course, with the with the support. Maybe if we can dip a bit uh, bit uh, deeper in the um, uh, in how you align the these impact intentions with your investees, and also given your role as as minority shareholder, uh, what are the actions that can be implemented to incentivize uh, the impact performance uh, of the investees? Yeah, thank you, Arno, for this question. But yeah, I think it's really key also to ensure a, a proper alignment throughout, you know, uh, uh, all the uh, main actors from the, the, the company to the fund managers, uh, uh, up to the, the other investors. So what we do is that as we do for uh, our own impact carry, we are also trying to align the remuneration of the managers and the entrepreneurs um, that we are backing from our portfolio to the same impact KPIs. Uh, be it through, you know, aligning the remuneration or through the man pack so that we are all, we'll, we all have the same, uh, uh incentives and it, it, it is seen as an incentive as not as a burden. And in addition to that, um, we are also, uh, as I was mentioning, trying to set up in the legal dock 
the impact business plan, but also an environmental and social action plan to ensure that we will improve the trajectory of the companies in, in, in terms of ESG. Uh, for instance, we will um, help them to implement a CO2 reduction plan, or we'll, we'll help the, the, the company becoming a mission driven one, or we will help them in analyzing their, their, you know, climate risk or biodiversity, biodiversity risk. So we're again indeed trying to make sure that this intention is not just words, uh, but that you can translate it into concrete action and that you can measure this action and this improvement in terms of trajectory. You just mentioned a keyword uh, that sort of like move us to the next question because as we as we sort of also uh, have heard from you, the concept of intentionality is really interconnected with the other two pillars of impact investing that are measurability and additionality. So uh, focusing a bit on measurability. Can you tell us and elaborate a bit more on how do you track your impact both at investee level and also your own impact at investor level? Yes, thank you, Jane Luca. So again, we are really, uh, you know, uh, at the core of the uh, impact definition with uh, measurability, which is key to, to to make this impact this impact tangible and to avoid impact washing. So how do we track impact? Um, at the investee level, in terms of impact, we are trying to identify, and we are doing that, you know, with the entrepreneur. So it's a co-construction work. We're trying to identify three to five, three to five, sorry, key, uh, uh, KPI, impact KPI, impact indicators. Um, and then, we are building this impact business plan. So which means that we are setting up target for each of these key KPIs um, that are very often, uh, you know, related to the financial business plan because uh, it's linked to the activity of the company. And then uh, we're trying to align, as mentioned previously, the remuneration to this uh, impact business plan. That's for the impact. In addition to that, in terms of ESG, we're tracking roughly a hundred uh, ESG indicators for each portfolio company. Um, so obviously we're helping the companies to do this work uh, through a proper, you know, SaaS uh, platform. And we, it's very useful because it's a bit, it, it, it's, a, it's a kind of a burden the first year. Also, we're really helping them. But then the companies see that as a real tool for to improve the performance of the company because they can identi identify where they have where the gap are in terms of environmental issues social issues governance issues so that's what we're doing at the investee level and it's really interesting because it allows us you know to really monitor closely the trajectory of the company year by year and then at the investor level what we're trying is that we are trying to aggregate those data, both in terms of impact to demonstrate what is at the portfolio level, the contribution uh, to the key SDGs, uh, so, uh, sorry, sustainable development goals that we are targeting. And we are also aggregating key seven ESG um, environmental social governance indicators that we can aggregate and that make sense 
at the fund level. Because at the end, what is key for investors is to help them being able to benchmark, you know, the contribution of each impact fund uh, to, to catalyze really investment uh, at scale and to be able to speak a common language. So we're, we're really trying to to use as standardized uh, indicators as possible. In addition to that, we're also trying to, you know, go a bit further. For instance, we worked uh, with some companies from our, our social uh, uh, social um, part to to monetize uh, the impact. So we're trying to converting in euro, you know, some of the impact, uh, some of the impact or ESG KPIs, and that's very useful uh, for companies when they are discussing with uh, uh, stakeholders to demonstrate concretely uh, the impact in terms of economies for the uh, society. Definitely. And I think uh, this is a trend you've been observing at Impact Europe. We have also uh, write a piece on monetization uh, and we will share the link in, in the description. But but um, let me ask you, Aglae, how has this system, which seems very, very well developed and well and thorough, helped you uh, take better informed strategic decisions? Yeah, I think it really, really helps to know more uh, thoroughly the businesses from the inside, uh, especially on the social and governance matters. Um, the fact of, you know, uh, digging uh, environmental, social, relate, uh, governance related matters before entering into a company al allow us to know it uh, very more, much better than, than if we were just to do, you know, a traditional financial or, or, or legal due diligence. And that's very useful because then, um, we know what we, we, um, we can anticipate, uh, you know, some of the issues. And when we are, be are becoming an investor in a company, we can monitor through, you know, an ESG board or, or, or a stakeholder com uh, um, committee, uh, all these issues that are really strategic. And that's why I'm, I'm quite convinced that, uh, impact companies at the end, uh, if they really integrate at the heart of the strategy, uh, governance, social, as well as environmental related matters, they are much um, more prepared to face crisis and hence are, are, are more resilient. And, and in addition to that, if their business model is also targeting, you know, key environmental or social related issues, uh, they, they they have everything to to be the the companies of tomorrow. I if if I if I may jump in, I think it's it's very interesting how the the impact statement itself, so the intentionality itself, uh, is so interlinked with with measurability. And uh, and once you you put <laughs> you put these statements together, you have no no uh, other option than than go for the second pillar um of, of of impact investment but also the third pillar uh, additionality because in the end uh we could say that being additional is quite embedded in your impact statement um so you talked about how you aggregate impact at the at the investor level but if we talk about the investor contribution and um and the, the so the impact that you have on on your investors as an investor uh, could you define it a little bit more and, and could you define how is it additional, meaning how, how it leads to effects which wouldn't have occurred otherwise? 
Yeah, thank you, Arnaud, for, for, for this question, because additionality uh, is really what differentiates a traditional source of funding to uh, to impact. And indeed, it's not always easy to to materialize it. So what, and, and for us, it's really key because it, it's all value added. Uh, so we're trying since the, the very early stage, so at our impact committee, to look at, um, first of all, the additionality of the company that we are targeting. So what this company is adding uh, uh, compared to the current situation. And we're also obviously looking at what we as an impact fund can bring uh, uh, compared to the traditional uh, fund to identify our value added. So it can be, first of all, through the, the business model of the uh, company, how we can help them to become more sustainable. And there is a real need also to help companies transitioning and uh, so that's why we are working with this, you know, impact business plan to set this impact um, trajectory. Uh, but in addition to that, we also um, think that we can play a key role by helping the company improving all their ESG processes. So that's all the work that we are doing uh, actively in terms of uh, setting up the proper governance, setting setting up the ESG committee, how thing how we can, you know, improve the value chain of the company, implement a carbon reduction plan, uh, help the company become a mission driven once we are trying, you know, to, we're setting up regular webinars to prepare, for instance, the companies from our portfolio to be uh, uh, ready or to anticipate the evolution of the regulation, such as the uh, EU uh, taxonomy. And in addition to that, we are also bringing all our network um, because with the aim really to, to build bridges, to make connections with experts, but also with large corporates that are active in the sustainability areas or with startups that are bringing innovation and new idea of business models. So, and we're trying, we're, we're trying to track and monitor this support, this continuous support. Because indeed, I think what is key is really to demonstrate um, that this additionality is a real source of value creation for the uh, companies. Thank you very much, uh, Agla, for elaborating on, on this uh, element, uh, like additionality, which is at the core of, of Impact Europe uh, work. So thanks thanks for uh, providing some practical elements in that. Uh, I'd like to conclude with a, with a final question, which is more of an open question. Uh, what would be your recommendation for someone that is interested in, in starting with this uh, impact journey and, and approaching impact investing? Thank you. Thank you for this question. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, indeed an open question that can concern, uh, everyone today, uh, as we are all striving to get our, at a personal level, more, more impact. Uh, as far as impact investing is concerned, what is really interesting is that there are plenty of, uh, uh, of actors uh, doing uh, impact investing. So depending on your interest, you, you, you can look at, you know, public investors, private investors, depending on your 
you know the the sectors or the themes that are key for you um, from uh, the uh, environmental fields up to more social one there's also very interesting things happening you see more and more you know impact focused funds such as agri funds or, or, or things like that and depending on your you know regional regional interests from developed market to to developing one there's also lo lots of things to do so i would really advise to to look at um, the the market, the key players. Look at the evolution of the regulation, evolution of the of the methodology, and that's why it is really a, a great with uh, with impact. Is that it combines a mix of plenty of things. It's a mix of finance, uh, a, a mix of, of legal, but also and and above all, uh, uh, lots of human related uh, uh, issues, and that's why it makes it uh, fascinating. Actually, that, that was super clear. And I think that that raise exemplifies great how to embed the three pillars of impact investment in an investment fund. Uh, so I think that with this, with this recommendation, uh, we can, we can close this podcast. So basically, thank you very much for, for your time. It's, I think it's been a great conversation and I think, uh, it was super interesting for us. So I hope it will also be very interesting for our audience. Uh, also, thank you to the audience for your attention and, and hope that you'll stay tuned for new discussions on, on other relevant topics during this new year. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much.